0: thank you for joining me here today at why the book wins where I compare books with their movie adaptations my name is Laura and today I am talking about the perfect find by Tia Williams released in 2016 and I'm comparing it with the movie the perfect find directed by Numa Perrier released in 2023 and is currently on Netflix and this book and movie are about Jenna and her fashion career comeback which hits a snag when she falls in love for a much younger co-worker who is also her boss's son and so as sparks fly will Jenna risk her new career for the secret romance. And I usually have a section where I do spoiler free reviews for the book and the movie, but to be totally honest, I'm on a bit of a time crunch <laughs> because it's been a busy couple of days and we're going out of town tomorrow. So I really just need to get this film tonight cause I'm not going to have time in the next few days. So I'm going to make this a shorter video. And yeah, since I'm going to skip that spoiler free section, we are just going to get straight into the plot details, which means we are going to be talking about spoilers right off the bat. And I'm actually going to begin with Darcy. So Darcy is Jenna's boss as well as Eric Eric's mom, but before she was Jenna's boss, she and Jenna are the same age. And as they were coming up in the fashion industry, Jenna kept getting the jobs that Darcy wanted, but Jenna would be the one who got hired. And so Darcy definitely sees Jenna as like her career nemesis. Jenna, I don't know if she's as envious. I think Jenna's just busy living her life. Uh, But Darcy is definitely very jealous of Jenna. And then we also get this story that Darcy was dating a guy and then Jenna meets him and he doesn't tell Jenna he's dating someone. So he and Jenna began dating And then one day Jenna comes over to his apartment and Darcy is there, and so it's this whole thing, and Darcy thinks she did it on purpose, and Jenna's like, no, I swear, he told me he was single, I did not know you guys were dating. But still, because of that history with them, Darcy just really dislikes Jenna, so when Jenna has to come to her and like beg for a job, Darcy, of course, savors this moment (laughs) and offers her a very low salary, which Jenna takes. And in the book, we learn more about Darcy. Like we hear about her own difficult childhood and how her parents were abusive and they didn't want her to give birth to Eric. And she had him when she was very young and just different issues she had. But also we learn the fact that she also wasn't a great mom to Eric and that, you know, he just has a a lot of uh, baggage from his own childhood being raised by her. Whereas in the movie, we don't really, it seems like she was a good mom. Like, yeah, she's like pretty strict and firm. But in the book, it seems like there were definitely, there was more drama between Eric and Darcy and then also by the end of the book Eric and Darcy have this blowout and it seems like he's like done with her and doesn't want to talk to her and we never see that resolved so as the years go by we don't see what happens whereas in the movie by the end of the movie Darcy is like wanting Jenna to be part of the family and she like embraces Eric and Jenna in her life basically And, and so her character was very different in that sense and like how things ended with her and then to move right along to Jenna and Brian so at the beginning of the book and movie Jenna had just gone through a breakup with this guy named Brian. And in the book, Brian had actually been white and they started dating when they were like 19 years old. And they were together for 20 years. They had like a five-month breakup. And during that five month separation, it was is when Jenna accidentally started dating Darcy's boyfriend. But for the most part, they were together for 20 years. <laughs> And near like the last year, year and a half of their time together, they got engaged. However, Brian, like he proposed to her, but then wedding plans never went anywhere and he didn't seem interested in being married and she was ready to have a family, but he was no longer interested in having kids either. And he just also just isn't interested in her and they're not even intimate together. And so eventually they just break up because Brian doesn't seem to care anymore. And then they do reconnect near the end of the book because Brian's mom dies and Jenna had been like she viewed Brian's mom as her own mom because they were just so close and so when she dies that's a very difficult time for both Jenna and Brian and so they reconnect and Brian also comes clean being like you know I love you I want to get back with you and also he tells her that the last few years of their relationship the reason he was acting the way he was is because like he was just addicted to gambling like in stocks and investments and real estate and he was very risky with his money and he made some bad investments and so his net worth kept coming down and down and down and so these financial issues are what caused him to just be depressed and more self-centered and just lose focus of jenna and what was important and then after he confesses all of this he takes her to like a movie in the park which he had never been interested in doing before but of course he he's like super rich or i guess he made his money back or something anyway so he has this like super lavish spread at this movie in the park and it's like she the two of them are like these celebrity vips here and just with like the lavishness of this setup for a movie in the park jenna just realizes that she's not interested in this extravagant life anymore and she actually prefers her life with Eric because she and Eric had done a movie in the park previously and they just were like cuddled together in a sleeping bag eating like croissants and stuff and so at this point in her life she realizes she doesn't want the life that Brian has to offer and she prefers like the simpler life that she has with Eric. Whereas in the movie she and Brian had only been together for 10 years and they never were engaged and we don't get much backstory on him or their relationship and there is a point near the end of the movie where they do reconnect because his mom has died but she just, he's like outside her apartment apartment and she like takes him back home and then they part ways and that's that. (laughs) So there's much less drama and much less story with her and Brian than there had been in the book. But in the book I like how Jenna also realizes like the part she played in the relationship with her and Brian and how... You know, for example, she always looked to him to take the lead, but once they broke up, she realized like through just being single, cause they've been together since she was like 19. So like all of her adulthood. But so when she's single plus her relationship with Eric, she learns to just take life into her own hands and not sit by waiting for someone else to call the shots. And she just finds out like who she is and what she wants. And she just has the ability to stand up for herself and get what she wants, you know? And so I really like seeing her grow as a character and as a person after her breakup with Brian. And then to talk about Jenna and Eric in the book to start, and then I'll move on to the movie. So Jenna and Eric meet at a party and they have some flirty banter. And then from there, they have a pretty intense makeout session on this like couch at this party. And they're interrupted by uh, Jenna's friends who come up to her and Jenna is really drunk. And so she tells Eric she loves him and then she introduces him as her boyfriend to her friends. And then she passes out. (laughs) And so her friends take her back home. And then the next day, of course, she sees that she will be working with Eric and she is incredibly embarrassed. And we see how they have like multiple arguments and they will like say really rude things to each other. But I felt like it made sense and it kind of, it like flowed and also the way eric is sometimes like his jabs can be like so immature but it makes sense right because he's so much younger but there were times where jenna was talking about relationships and relationship dynamics and i thought they were great sections and she was making a really great point specifically when she's talking about like girls who are like laid back and uh you know not a lot of work kind of and how she was saying you know like that's not real <laughs> because the girl is just tr- just trying to appease the guy by seeming so laid back and not expressing her wants and needs but That can't last forever, right? But she was also talking about how the relationships that thrive on the drama, like, that's not real either. (laughs) Anyway, I thought she was making a great point. I listened to this book, so I couldn't highlight it. But if I'd had the physical book, I would share the quote. But anyway, I don't have it. But she shares this, and Eric is, like, very bothered by this. And he, like, takes it personal, and it's offended, and he says some rude things to Jenna. And I was just like, whoa. (laughs) Like okay like I thought she was making sense but anyway so yeah they have like some arguments with each other but then eventually they get to a point where they're like hey like let's stop being so mean to each other and let's just work together and just you know make this work and so they end up coming up with this really popular web series and it takes off and they have great chemistry and Darcy's very happy with how things are going but eventually like a fair amount of time passes maybe just a month but maybe more eventually they decide they want to go on and go out on a date because they just they have that chemistry and they just can't stop thinking about each other and wanting each other so they go out on a date where the supermodel sees them and talks to them and then from there they begin dating dating but they're keeping it a secret but then eventually the supermodel who knows Darcy because they're all in the fashion industry the model tells Darcy that she saw Eric and Jenna together and so Darcy is very upset and she sets up cameras in the office and eventually Eric and Jenna end up having sex in one of the closets so Darcy gets the footage on camera and basically she embarrasses them in this meeting and it just becomes this whole thing and Jenna ends up getting fired and Eric storms out and then from there and at this point also before Darcy even caught them they had already like broken up so they weren't even together when this whole blow up happens and after this happens they part ways and they don't see each other for like four years and when they do see each other again it's like coincidentally they just run into each other and Jenna when they see each other Jenna tells him like hey I have a son and you're the dad and the son is four years old at this point point. and she tells him how she didn't realize she was pregnant until like a few months after they broke up and at that point you know they had been together for a while and so she just didn't tell him and she also wanted him to be able to just live his life and she knew that if she told him he she was pregnant he would drop everything for her and she just didn't want to put that on him so she purposefully didn't want to tell him and just waited for him to you know live his life and then they just met up coincidentally and then when he sees he has a son and he sees Jenna and the two of them like still love each other and haven't found anyone else that can compare and so by the end of the book they are together and raising this son whereas in the movie so she and Eric again they meet at that party and they kiss although it wasn't like quite as intense as it had been in the book and jenna also like didn't pass out drunk or anything but uh they then work together and we see that they do as in the book they can bring out the worst in each other but not to the same extent like we see them have like one argument (laughs) really but it definitely felt more contrived in the movie i would say uh but then they end up having sex and becoming a couple much sooner in the movie than they had in the book and then as in the book they do have a like falling out of sorts which is very short-lived because in the movie it seems like everything happens you know pretty fast whereas in the book like their relationship they were together like seven months before you know they kind of broke up and then Darcy found out anyway uh, so they kind of have a falling out but then Jenna goes to his place to apologize and he lives with his mom Darcy and so she goes to apologize and then they end up having sex in the living room when Darcy walks in and she catches them you know and it's the same argument and then she ends up firing Jenna but it's different because Eric in the book when she calls them out on this in the meeting Eric like really is yelling at her and he's super upset and he storms out whereas in the movie he seems more meek and just kind of goes along with whatever his mom is saying while Jenna is being fired and then she leaves but then a few months pass and Jenna reaches out to Eric and she tells him that she is pregnant and Eric says he needs some time to think about this meanwhile Jenna is at home when Darcy shows up and Darcy kind of opens up to her and tells her about how like her struggle with being a mother for Eric when times were tough and the father had died which by the way the father died when Eric was two in the movie, but in the book he died when Eric was like 12 or something, so he had known his dad more in the book than he had in the movie. But yeah, so Darcy does kind of open up to Jenna in this moment, and this is when she tells her like, hey, thanks to this baby, like we're family now, whether you like it or not, and it's kind of her way of giving an olive branch to Jenna. And then from there, Eric shows up at one of her doctor's appointments, and then they get back together, and it ends with them at like this party Darcy is throwing, and Darcy is like, ah, like everything is perfect, and here's Jenna and Eric and Jenna says something about how Eric is the perfect find, the end. But one of the many reasons Jenna and Brian broke up, like I said, was because Jenna wanted to start a family and Brian didn't, he just wasn't interested. And when she is with Eric, he says that like he does want kids, but he's 22 and he just feels like he's too young and not ready for that responsibility yet. And so they end up breaking up near the end of the book because Jenna wants to have a baby that badly. And since Eric can't provide that right now, they just can't be together. Whereas in the movie, Eric tells Jenna that he does not want kids and that his movies will be his kids. But then in the movie, Jenna, like, the fact that she wants to be a mom just isn't as apparent as it was in the book. Because in the book, yeah, it was just more of a thing and more that something that was frequently talked about. Whereas in the movie, yeah, it didn't come across that Jenna was like, had her heart set on being a mom. It definitely wasn't as big of a thing in the movie. But I did want to talk about the age gap because in both Jenna is 40, and in the book, Eric is 22. Whereas in the movie, I think he's a few years older because they say he has his masters. So he must be 25, I would guess, you know, which is still young. But yeah, they don't say his exact age though, which kind of bothers me in some ways. I don't know, maybe it shouldn't bother me, but The movie never really addresses the age gap, whereas I would say that the book actually does do a good job at showing, first of all, why the two of them are attracted to each other, as well as like the difficulties that an age gap relationship like this would have. And then I do like that they break up and then they reconnect again four years later when Eric has lived more of his life. Granted, four years later, he was only like, what, 26, which is still pretty young, but 22 is just so young, right? Like a 22-year-old might think they know who they are and what they want to do, but they still have so much growing to do. So, I feel like an older person, whether it's a man or a woman, date marrying someone who's that young, like that's so risky because they have a lot of like I said a lot of growing and discovering of themselves and so they could end up changing. And if it's two 22-year-olds marrying each other, that's different cuz both of them have growing up to do and hopefully they grow together. But yeah, so I like that she gives him his time to live his life and figure out what he's doing and travel the world. That way he won't later resent her cuz there's that too, right? Where like if you marry someone that young when you're older and you're ready to settle down and live a certain lifestyle and the younger person might think like oh yeah that's what i want too but then down the road they might resent the older person and feel like they were manipulated into a life they weren't ready for they thought they were in a naive way but really they weren't so yeah i thought the book did a good job representing that issue that would come up in a relationship like this and then we also see how like we see how they connect on a deep level and like they consider each other soulmates which i don't believe in soulmates but in Anyway, they have like this deep connection but at the same time we do see that with their age gap they just have issues such as like what they think is socially acceptable is different based on what generation they're from as well as like they have a hard time seeing each other in their perspective worlds. like Eric never invites Jenna when he's hanging out with his friends at the club and whatever and going to concerts because he just can't see her there because she's like too old to be doing these 22 year old activities and the same with Jenna when she tries to include him in her world it just they have a hard time fitting in each other's world and then i also wanted to talk about the perfect find the web series or like the youtube channel whatever they they, that they create because in the book the perfect find was an idea where they connect with different celebrities and the celebrity will name a piece of clothing that's like impossible to find like there's one where like uh like a billowy blouse that looks good on a bigger woman without making her look pregnant or something like that and then uh like a pair of pants that are somewhere in between that are comfy like boyfriend jeans but more stylish like skinny jeans or something. So just like a piece of clothing that doesn't really exist. And then Jenna helps them find it and create this piece of clothing. And then they document it for this series called The Perfect Find. And I thought that this concept was really well constructed in the book. And I thought it was a really cool idea for a show. And it just made sense. Whereas in the movie, their idea for The Perfect Find has to do with like old Hollywood and recreating looks from old Hollywood. But then I was confused like how this TV show works. Cause then we just see this montage of different people (laughs) wearing like old hollywood looks but i didn't really understand what the point of it was and like how how is this a web series and how is this successful and yeah and we get this montage scene but i was still not clear on what their perfect find idea even was so i thought that was better executed in the book for sure but on to book versus movie so this book is definitely very formulaic i read an emily henry romance book in april and even though the Storylines lines are you know different quote unquote they follow the exact same structure <laughs> like literally the exact same events happen it's just the details are a little different so very formulaic however I did really like the character of Jenna and I liked seeing her arc through the story and like I said I thought Williams did a good job at showing why the two of them are connected and you felt their connection and like their conversations and their banter but also their arguments which also like I said could be so frustrating but you know you just felt more invested in them as a couple and then yeah the difficulties of the age gap i thought was really well shown and with the movie i love gabrielle union and i really wanted to like this movie but it just didn't flow as well as the book did and like their relationship through the course of the movie just didn't always make sense some of the events that happened it just sometimes it felt too contrived or too forced and their chemistry like they do have chemistry she and the guy who play eric but But yeah, there was just, I felt like there was something missing. Like maybe we just didn't spend enough time seeing each of them and seeing as their relationship grows and changes and just how they grow closer together. Maybe it all just happens kind of too fast. So yeah, I am going to say that the book does win here. I will say the movie has a funny scene where like they're at a costume party. And this is in the book too. There's this costume party where for this little girl and then they end up having an argument at this party. But the reasons for the argument are different book and movie. But anyway, they're having an argument while wearing like these this masked costume, which... It would just be funny to have an argument when you're both dressed up because it's hard to take each other seriously when you're dressed up, right? So it was just a funny moment that they're having this very serious argument while they're dressed up in costume. So this movie does have some good moments. And if you have Netflix and if you like romances, then yeah, watch it. Why not, right? It's free. So I think it's worth checking out. And I think, again, if you like formulaic romances, then I think you just read this book too, because even though it is very formulaic and it follows that structure, I do think it was well written and I did like the character. So uh, the book wins! Yeah, I guess that wraps it up for The Perfect Find. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Comment down your thoughts below if you have read this book and what you thought of the movie. Also, let me know if you have read Gabrielle Union's memoirs. She has, We're Gonna Need More Wine and You Got Anything Stronger and both are fantastic. I highly, highly recommend both of her memoirs. I liked her as an actress before, but then reading both of her books just, she's just amazing and yeah, I love her books. So let me know if you have read those. Let me know if you read The Perfect Find. If you watched it, let me know all of your thoughts. And don't forget to like and subscribe and then if you enjoyed this video, you may also like this other romance video I covered earlier, One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I will link to it right here, and you can go ahead and check that out. So yeah, I will see you next time, and thank you so much for watching. Thanks again for listening! If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can email me at whythebookwins@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also message me on Instagram, which is all one word, whythebookwins. Or you can comment on the youtube video for this episode if you have thoughts about this specific book and movie and my youtube name is you guessed it why the book wins (laughs) and i love interacting with my audience and i'm always replying to my comments and my messages and emails and i love hearing from you guys so it would mean a lot for me to hear the input that you have i really appreciate it and i appreciate you listening and once again, I hope you liked this episode and join me next week for the latest installment of Why the Book Wins.